Especially in the brain and retina. Glucose. And the glucose in the first stage gets phosphorylated using 2ATP to produce what? So glucose is phosphorylated into what? Wait, you said two things. It's another one before that. This that is exobit. Exobit. That in turn breaks down into what? Intermediate exophase phosphate breaks into what? Wait, what? This is this. Isn't this the triophosphate? Yeah. That's right. TP triophosphate. TP is in turn converted into what? Two molecules of what? The end product of glycolysis. Is indeed pyruvate. Good. And during that, you have in total four ATPs produced in that stage. So what's that? A net total ATP production. Good. So that's two. And what else is produced per um, triphosphate molecule? What else is produced? Is it two? Yeah, so per which is the molecule of TP, it's one reduced NAD, therefore two in total in glycolysis. 
Um, what are the next two parts of our aerobic respiration? Good, Lincoln friends, and specifically whereabouts do they occur? Specifically where do they occur? Yeah, the mitochondrial matrix. Yeah, the mitochondrial matrix. And what's the end product of a link reaction? End the product of the leak. Good, the acetyl acetyl co A comes from A. Good, and how many carbons does acetyl co A have? And carbon two. Okay, so, how many carbons did the pyruvate have? Right, so you've got. And in the Krebs cycle, what is a four carbon compound to which the acetyl joins? Ready, good. Hello, acetate forming what six carbon compounds? Citrate and first turn of the Krebs cycle. So uh, citrate, you can have citric acid, go with citrate. And for turn of the cycle, how many CO2s are released? Mm. So you're going from six to four, two. How many NADs are reduced? So three NADs are reduced. Um, and you've got one what? Okay. I mean, I know. I will like to What do we call the production of ATPs in glycolysis and Krebs? What is the production of ATPs in glycolysis and Krebs called? Substrate level phosphorylation. Good. What is the other kind of phosphorylation in aerobic respiration? What is the other kind in aerobic respiration? Ah? Sick kind of phosphorylation. Oxidative. Oxidative phosphorylation. And where about Oxidative phosphorylation occur uh, in a mitochondria. Whereabouts does it occur in a mitochondria? Is it with an H? No. Oh. Cristate, that's it. Yeah, H. Wait, good. Cristate, good. <laughs> and in the foldings in a membrane. Yeah, but it's fine. What would you find embedded in that inner membrane? What would you find embedded in the inner membrane? You put down a few okay. things. Not that would be a problem. ETCs, you could have stored particles, you could have protein, cytochrome, greater. Oh, that. Yeah, you can rub it out I couldn't if I tried hard enough. And we get uh, the, the arrival of what? at uh, the 
Matrix. What Matrix? Side. What a ride! What a Matrix side that Christo. Just yeah, this each one. releases two atoms of hydrogen. The hydrogen then splits into one, so there's hydrogen atoms. What? So then we do that. That's the one. Protons and electrons. The electrons go down. What? So the electrons enter and go down a electron transfer chain. Electron carrier molecules releasing energy that pump what where. So e electrons, ETC, go down release energy to pump what where from the matrix to that one. Protons into the intermembranal space. Proteins. Proteins. Through the inner membrane, okay? So that's the nasty bit there. What builds up in the intermembranal space? Concentration. Good, we get the proton concentration and the protons go down through the membrane. What's the structure they can move through? Which in what structure can they move down through? Made of So they flow down through that. What do we call that flow of protons down through? Store particles that flow from high concentration to a low concentration. Chemiosmosis. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. I was literally. Chemiosmosis, excellent. I was thinking. And that movement in chemiosmosis provides Sorry. what energy? Good, good, good. That protonosis, kinetic energy. Kinetic works, yeah. For what reaction to occur? So that energy allows what reaction to occur? So write it out. Write the reaction to that. It so is phosphorylation, but ADP plus PI is So it is for. If you write that, it's kind of what acts as a final electron acceptor? Or is it just one of them? Good, that's the oxygen, and the oxygen picks up the electron, picks up protein, and forms what waste product? Protein? A proton. That one. That's a return. That's right, water. It's called a. Actually, there was a wildlife program I was watching the other day, and uh, it's talking about dry season in Africa. 
And for a lot of big cats, metabolic water, so this water that's formed in aerobic respiration, forms up to 50% of the water they, they, they use in, the, in dry seasons. They're very good at sort of not using much water, you know, it's like that. The thick urine. Um, but they rely on eating meat and manufacturing a huge quantity of metabolic water and respiration. So this is why they, they do a lot of sleeping and digesting. And a lot of that is to actually generate water. So it's not for ATP and energy as such, it's for water as well. So just think aside. Now, just may not have a relevant, well, you know, it's not a big picture, it may not have relevance to the test, but you should know. What are the um, two stages of protein synthesis? I know this. General knowledge, anyway. I I I'm just trying to think, yes, you do need it. Because it's a steroid hormone. And being today, as the first people are being vaccinated. Who is? Now, Not me. That vaccine utilizes the end product of transcription. What is the end product of transcription? If I'm right. So that is an mRNA molecule. So this particular vaccine is different uh, because they're injecting no, Tiny mRNA uh, molecule. I think it does actually have to amount to enter is what do you know that it's out still? But rather than being attenuated um, virus, which uh, uh, most vaccines are, but this one just is very similar actually uh, to being um, a virus in its own right. That's pretty much what a virus is, it's just a capsule with a, a bit of DNA and RNA. So basically they're injecting that into you. That's going to enter pretty much any cell to allow what to occur. What's going to occur? Yeah. So we got to the second stage. That's tra translation. I we don't heard know. The big picture. So translation to occur within the ribosome. So you'll get the proteins, polypeptides that represent the what of the virus. They call, they call them the spikes. You often hear the spike proteins. What would we call, what, what, what are the protein structures that stimulate an immune response? What do we call it? I don't know. What are the things on the outside? So those are what can stimulate the immune response. And those will be released? from the cells by exocytosis. So, uh, so it's quite an interesting one that it's subtly different. This is the first time that these um, RNA vaccines have ever been used. So sort of that. that's, that's the key thing with this one. It's the use of them um, for the first time. Normally, if it hadn't been for pandemic, it would have probably been five years before they were allowed to use them. Uh, because they've got far, far more intensive research because it was new. Uh, and this is the thing that most vaccines do take a lot more time. It's totally safe. I mean, I don't know any of them literally. So, would you take it? At any combination. Yeah, time. Uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs>
Hindi. Oh. oh no no let's do liver. liver. No, let's do no, no, let's do liver. Let me one three functional uh, liver. Three functional liver. General function of the liver. You can actually have that in general, but good. So we got breakdown of excess amino acids, determination, uh, detoxification of ethanol. We got storage, uh, formation of bile. What is the first one? And then we've got What is the end product? What are the end products of the emanation? No. Yes. That's the next stage. Ammonia. Oh, Ammonia and water. No. And carbon dioxide. I never remember this ketone. The next stage in the breakdown of the next stage after deamination, it's the Kimsono. Orne. Yeah, this is a rust. I'm glad we stopped off at liver. Ornithine cycle, ornithine cycle. And what are the two major end products of ornithine cycle? Is it Yep. No. Yes, that is urea and water. Thank you. Urea and water. Remember, you got ammonia plus carbon dioxide. Urea and water. And in the detoxification of ethanol, what is first formed? What's the first intermediate formed? That then forms what? Good. And finally, the ethanoic acid, so ethanol, ethanol, ethanoic acid, so ethanoic acid is then converted into what? I can't spell. Acetyl-CoA, which can be used in... The Krebs. Krebs cycle. Good. So that's a nice little thing. What is the functional unit of the liver called? Functional unit of the liver? Lobule. Good, a lobule. And... My uh, yeah, I've made up of hepatocytes and they form lobules. What is the name of the blood vessel that links the intestines to the liver? And what is the? I try to think of a question for anything. A what? A caniculus. It's to do with the connect file just make sure you, you can picture the lobules. Right, kidney. Um, do we cross-section the kidney? Oh, I'm, sir, I'm doing something. Isn't this a little bit... 
A lobule. A lobule, is it not? No, but that's like the cross section of it. I swear it is. Is it not? Mate, you read, uh, that's actually that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you have that book in it. And what is the functional units of the Alex, I do. Huh? I do. Good. Can I see it? Yeah, that's the nephron. Excellent. And can I see it? At home. Oh, I thought it said ask nicely. Of the nephron. You'd find in the cortex of the kidney. What part of the nephron you find in the cortex of the there? Although, strictly speaking, Oh, no. Oh, yeah. I need to have the liver. What's that? So in the bonus capsule, what do we call the triangular blood vessels? You've written already. What do you call the triangular blood vessels? Good. That is a glomerulus. Yeah. And uh, what do we call how the afferent uh, and... What's the other one? I know. What occurs between the glomerulus and diverse capsule? What process occurs? I guess and whereabouts what occurs in the proximal convoluted tube first we leave it what process occurs in the proximal convoluted tube first we leave it that's right selective reabsorption good write me down two things, one that links closely to what we've just been doing, two things that are selectively reabsorbed back into the blood in the pre-season. What's small enough to be like? Just think about what, what we've just been doing. Sir. Not water. Uh, hang on. Most important one, glucose. I took so you should that. have any glucose in your urine, otherwise you can divert it. Not only at this point, it's amino acids, fatty acids, or this is your convoluted tubules where most ions are. And what is the part of the nephron called where the majority of water goes? That is correct. Yeah. 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 Water reabsorption. Which hormone increases water reabsorption? Good. Uh, and APH. Thanks, Eric. Come in. Please, Father.
So remember target all transport in the bone. Um, and, oh yeah, that's what we got. And now in a steroid hormone where you get the enzyme 
and hormone from a what? Enzyme and the receptor and the hormone from a what? A complex. Oh. That complex enters what part of the cell? That's it. And then what we've already written down a couple of times, transcription, translation, which is enzymes or whatever, the stimulation the complex. So we need to know more in detail about protein hormones. So protein hormones become attached to a receptor. Can we find the, the receptors in the cell of a targeted cell? Whereabouts are the receptors for protein hormones in that's right, in the plasma membrane. Once you get the hormone and receptor bind, they activate what? Often next to the membrane. What do they activate once you have that? That's right. So you've then got the G protein is activated. The G protein then activates what enzyme? Two word enzyme. That's right, good. That one's adenylcyclase. Adenylcyclase. That in turn changes what into what? Adenylcyclase changes. Releases phosphate. So ATP into cyclic AMD. Other way around, yeah. Oh, that's. So you got monophosphate. So adenosine triphosphate too. Uh, adenosine monophosphate. Phosphates can then be used to stimulate um, lots of other reactions. Okay, so remember the cyclic A and P, CA and P, that's a secondary mes messenger, messenger, and that can be released. question to ask because I, I did revision and you know how it's adenocyclase well on Google and another book it's it's with an extra Y Y L. This one, I'm not sure what this one says but yeah it's like but I don't know why. On Google it says the same thing about the same process. It's not like a different process. And I don't know if you've read it. I don't know if it's in here, but I'm going to memorize all the videos. It's here, it says this, but... 
in, in a different in the in the this tells us everything. It's authorized. But on Google as well. But maybe it's not a Yeah. No, it is. We can spell it either way. If we were in a way. I'll spell it this way because it's easier. Yeah. Thank you. It's quite important this one. We're just having a discussion here about spelling of the Adnan. A few people have done their own research and seen there's alternate spellings. But it can be YLYL at the end. In the most important thing, the reason we use what we use is this one and the other one. We use those books because they're authorised. So basically, the board have said that anything that is in the book that you write down, they have to accept. So that's why we say what's in the book will go with that spelling. Okay, even though there might be a different spelling, as long as it's in the book, even if it's wrong. Uh, I mean, luckily these ones are, but the, um, of the other type of book, that first edition of that was so full of mistakes. They literally gave all the schools that bought that first book, new books, because there were so many mistakes in it. But the board had to accept the answers, even if they were, if they were wrong. So, so this is why I always say, what does the book say? We'll go with that spelling. So just one Y, uh, a Nile Y element. Even if you see it different, it's in the book then. Okay, so what are the two regions of the Adrenaline? They are just making sure because it's one of these bits we overlook. What is the name of a hormone released by the adrenal medulla? What's the name of a hormone released by the adrenal medulla? Estuary. Oh, okay. Estuary? <laughs> oh, it's very interesting when you ask the difference. It's just adrenaline. It's just adrenaline. It's just adrenaline. It's adrenaline. It's more a neurotransmitter. Thank you. Thank you. Adrenal medulla releases adrenaline. Adrenal cortex, therefore. Now, what you need to do for this? What you need to do for the adrenal cortex is think of is learn either mineralocorticoids or or you can find the actual names of them. So an example of a mineral corticoid is cortisol. And a glucocorticoid can be aldosterone. So those are the cortex. But it's worthwhile. Glucocorticoids control metabolism. Mineral corticoids, the easiest one to remember there is control of uh, iron levels. So, it's just in passing, but you do need to know. Okay, what you, most questions are on is control of glucose. So, we've mentioned alpha cells in the islets and lung hands. What is the overall function of insulin? What is the overall function of insulin? Good. To reduce 
blood glucose. So that's the overall function. So reduce blood glucose. Now, let's go through the release process. So, what are the two kinds of channel, iron channel, that beta cells have in their membrane? Or the two iron channels that beta cells have? Which one of those is normally open? Which one did normal circumstances open? So normally it is polarized. Our cells polarized. When you get high levels of glucose surrounding the beta cells, the glucose gets transported into the cell through transport protein. What's the glucose useful? What's glucose going to be used for in that beta cell? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right, fair enough. Respiration, aerobic respiration, and the production of more yep. ATP. What effect does the extra ATP have on the beta cell? So increasing the levels of ATP has what effect on the beta cell? How? Yes, yeah, someone's jumping the gun a bit. Yes. Uh, so it causes a closure of the potassium ion channels, leading to depolarization. A few of you are putting depolarization there. So closure of the potassium ion channels leading to depolarization. The depolarization cause what to occur? That's right, yeah. calcium ion channels to open. Can we focus on this? These the calcium ion channels open, influx of calcium ions, they cause what to move? What do they cause to move? They cause indeed vesicles to move. And what do those vesicles contain? This is no. So it's called the vesicle. Vesicle to move containing. Right, before you go. G words. What? So insulin causes one increase in permeability. It causes conversion of glucose into glycogen. What is that? Conversion of glucose into glycogen. Glycogen. This is important. Glycogenesis. Good. It causes uh, increase in uh, respiration. Now, glucagon causes the conversion of glycogen back into glucose. What is called glycogen into glycogen. You're breaking down glycogen. That's no. it. That's glycogenolysis. You're also causing the formation of new glucose. Formation of new glucose from fatty acids, protein, that's a longer one. That's a gluconeogenesis. Let's get a dentist, family. On the floor. What do you want to mean, Ben? I'm not that level of sadness.
Red Bull. Some of the symptoms they're being tested and found to be positive. But it might not be the COVID that's presenting. It could be something else. It could be because you have suppressed immune systems that your primary defences, which what we normally rely on to stop getting infected, they've weakened, so they're more likely to get it and feel it. So, so there's all sorts of different things, but just three days off of that. You know, it wouldn't take a much. It's not like, I mean, yeah, you've got a test tomorrow, yeah. But it's not like for the most most of the schools in the whole country no one's really doing anything else. Anyway, no point going on about it. Um, <laughs> so get me my boys. I'm going to be relatively random and try to do this out of order. Could being in order is uh, uh, you just get misguided and you know things follow. So uh, let's start in the middle. I'm thinking the middle would be about liver. So what's the functional unit of liver? Good. So we've got lobules. Good. What blood vessel connects the uh, liver and digestive system? And along with many other functions, uh, what are the two parts of lobule? Because that's that part, that diagram, which shows the. That's made up of hepatocytes, those are those are liver cells. The lobule is, is where most bioformation um, uh, separation. So, so it's it's not nice and neat like nephron. Nephron's a nice neat functional unit, but that's what you basically remind it, make sure you can make that. Okay, that's the key thing. Which one? Lobule. Okay. okay, that's why I always ask it, you be ready. Don't bring something in your mind. Um, so one of the two uh, Two processes that break down excess amino acids. Well, the two processes that break down excess amino acids. 
Big ones. <laughs> so we got the deobination, unassigned cycle, and what are the two products of deamination? What are the two products of deamination? Yeah, ammonia and keto acids. So ammonia and keto acids. And we're getting one as well. So, ammonia keto acids. And what reacts with ammonia super, uh, in the ornithine cycle? What reacts with ammonia in the ornithine cycle? Urea In the detoxification, of ethanol, uh, the first byproduct is ethanol. What is next? So that's ethanoic acid. That in turn produces what? That in turn produces what? It's broken down into what? Excellent. So acetyl CoA. Acetyl CoA is used in what? Part of aerobic respiration. We're used. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's used in Krebs, it's in any part of link reaction. Whereabouts do Krebs and link reaction occur? So, whereabouts do Krebs and link occur? They indeed are in the mitochondrial matrix. And what four carbon compound does acetyl CoA combine with in Krebs cycle? That's right, oxaloacetate. What six carbon compound is formed? And products of Krebs cycle are how many reduced NADs? Good. So three reduced NAD. We then get one reduced what? That's right, FAD. How many carbon dioxide groups, carboxyl groups are released per turn? How many car carboxyl groups are released per turn? Don't go like that, mate. Two carbon dioxide And one molecule of what is produced. And so this ATP, and what's the net total ATPs in glycolysis? What's the net total ATPs in glycolysis? Two. So those two producing glycolysis, the one per turn in Krebs, they're known as what kind of phosphorylation? Again, just to mess it around a bit, so for a little possibility. Um, in photosynthesis, what can we call the light independent stage of photosynthesis? What can we call that? 
things. So we're looking for RUBP. Is it five? No, it's four carbon because carbon... What? It is, sorry, it's just ignore me. Just ignore me. Five carbon concentrate, don't use it. Reveal those good phosphate. RUBP combines with a molecule of CO2. What is the name of the enzyme that catalyzes that reaction? CO2 plus RUBP. That's good. That's, that's Rubisco. That's Rubisco. And then just justify your five carbon. Uh, what is then formed? Two molecules of what are then formed? That's got to be three carbon compounds of GP glycerate phosphate. The GP is then converted into what? Phosphate and what two substances, what two products of um, the light dependent reaction are needed to convert GP into TP? What two products of the light dependent reaction are needed to convert GP into TP? Reduced, you say, reduced NADP and ATP. Reduced NADP and ATP. And five out of every six TPs are used to regenerate what? Five out of every six TPs are used to regenerate That's RUBP. And one in every six or two in every 12 TPs can be used to form what? Any compounds. Yeah, yeah cellulose, any hexo, sugar, any polysaccharide, amino acids, fatty acids, anything really. So the list goes on. You can stop. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, now, what can we also call the light dependent stage? What is a light dependent stage? Good native photophosphorylation. And very specifically, whereabouts in a chloroplast, as specifically as you can, does that occur? Photophosphorylation. Whereabouts in a chloroplast? That's right, specifically thylakoid membrane. That's good, thylakoid membrane. Good. 
Um, so we've got some crude memories where it's been. And what are some of the structures? We're going to have two structures you find um, embedded in the cytochrome membrane that allows uh, photophosphorylation to occur. So two substances or two things. It could be a range of different things. So some of you got photosystems, some of you got stored particle latent synthesis, some of you got electron carriers, ETCs. Um, to the siloquid space. Oh. This is a thing. Oh, space. Yeah, so siloquid space. What did you put? Okay, so stroma to the siloquid space. No, I'm confusing. Wait, so we, what goes to the stroma? Those are So we get a build-up of... Um, we get a build-up of proton, proton gradients in the siloquid space. They then move down what structures? What do the 
approach on the then move through or down through. Move down for the stored particle, which cross that membrane, made of ATP sympathase. Sympathase. What do we call that flow of protons? Or that flow of protons. Providing what kind of energy? What kind of energy is provided by hemiosmosis? Good. Uh, kinetic uh, for what reaction to occur? What reaction to occur? So what does that energy provide for? So ADP plus P, uh, two ATP. So that's one product of photophosphorylation. In Photophosphorylation, what acts as a final electron acceptor? In photophosphorylation, what acts as a final electron acceptor? NADP and reduced NADP produced. So NADP picks up those electrons, brings together the protons, and you get reduced NADP. Go back to those electrons. They've gone through one ETC. At the end of the first electron transfer chain, where does it end up? So the electrons, where do they where, where do they end up? Good. You've got that photosystem one. Good. So photosystem two, first electron chain, photosystem one. Next electron transfer chain, then they're removed by the NADP to reduce it. What are the two pathways of electrons? What do you describe the two pathways of electrons in terms of phosphorylation? You get some electrons that go all the way through, some that go round and round. Right, so that one's, remember that ugly bit, cyclic and non-cyclic phosphorylation. In, right, I got completely wrong with you. In, uh, what, oh yeah. Which of those pathways uses both photosystems? Which of those pathways uses both photosystems. That's right, good, good, good. Non-cyclic, it goes from one end to the other, from photosystem to photosystem. Cyclic uses only which photosystem? Cyclic is one. It's in the middle, it's going around the middle. Okay, so it's that's just an ugly bit. They do like they do like their questions on cycles and non cycles. So there'll be one in there. Um, and whereabouts is oxidative phosphorylation? Okay. Yeah. That is crystal. What acts as a final electron acceptor in crystal? 
Basically, where does it occur? So you want glomerulus, bonus capsule. That's oh, where it occurs. Sending limb to an effect, but the most important region is the collecting them. Remember aquaporins? What's this now? Aquaporins are the protein structures that increase potency. So they're, they're like the oh, chunks. Oh, the they stimulate those two. In the collecting duct, and the CT. It can be the ascending combination. The most important. Right, so numbers right down the bottom of the figure for resting potential. Uh, resting potential. Uh, 
Glycogen back into 
down, glycogen, good glycogenolysis, glycogenolysis. Um, and all the extra glucose fatty acids formed can be converted into glucose, all that, making glucose from so gluconeogenesis, gluconeogenesis. And um, in the release of uh, glucose from beta cells, increasing uh, concentrations of blood glucose mean more glucose enters the beta cells, means that more what occurs in the beta cells, so more more. Glucose results in more what? Yeah. Respiration. Uh, therefore, more what is produced? Good more ATP produced. What effect does ATP have on plasma? On potassium ions and plasma membrane. What effect does the ATP have on potassium ion channels in that? Closing of the potassium channels causes the cell to become what? That's imbalance of imbalance of ions. That's right. So it becomes depolarized. The depolarization causes what to open? Calcium ion channels open, influx of calcium ions, vesicles containing what move? Vesicles containing what move? Insulin. In this case, though, if it were in the synapse, it would be neurotransmitter, but here it's insulin by exocytosis. Um, what is the equation for respiratory quotient? What's the equation for respiratory quotient? CO2 over O2 by volume or what's up? What is your dependent variable when using a respirometer to measure the rate of photosynthesis? Your dependent variable when using a respirometer to measure the rate of photosynthesis. What are you measuring, basically? What are you measuring? Volume of oxygen. Volume of O2 yeast. Volume of O2 yeast. What chemicals do you add to absorb carbon dioxide? That's it. That is soda lime. Photosynthesis. We're measuring the rate of photosynthesis. What is your dependent variable in a photosynthesometer when measuring the rate of photosynthesis? What are you measuring? There you go. So volume of O2 produced this time. So release of the volume of O2 produced for release. Um, what are, as you know, what is the maintenance of constant internal environment despite internal or external changes? E.g. temperature, pH. That is indeed how you 